This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome back to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Free. Jordana, such a pleasure to be back here with you virtually. How are you? What's going on? What's the deal? Everything's um pretty standard, I would say. Over here in New York, things are exactly the same, just as boring and as shit as always. <laughs> I think it's so I mean, it's funny because like I feel like this is the year where I just put my foot in my mouth constantly because we did a red flag or deal breaker. Like, well, it's funny. A year about like uh, about a, a little over a year ago, we did a red flag or deal breaker about someone who sanitizes their hands in the subway. And we both, I think, said it was like <laughs> some lame deal breaker. Right. Then yeah. we got shown. And then I think like six months ago, we did like they wear two masks and we were like, loser. <laughs> now, <laughs> all the articles are saying double masking. Yeah. That's the way to go. So I feel like just uh, when it comes to any sort of CDC guidelines, anything that we think is a is a deal breaker <laughs> is going to be like the new thing that everyone has to do. We're predicting the future. I hope I hope like I, someone yeah. ask a red flag deal breaker if we want to leave the house or not so <laughs> that we can start doing that. We'll answer the opposite so we can change the fortunes of, of the world right now. Exactly. Yeah, I, it's um, again, the it gets weirder and weirder and more normal and normal at the same time. It is a bizarre world we live in, but. We're doing it. We're pushing through. We're doing the podcast. Um, I'm doing some socially distanced shows uh, in Des Moines, Iowa, also um, Tampa, Florida. So if anyone wants to come out in those areas and do it as safely as they feel comfortable, I would love to have you. Um, I'm also going to be doing some other Florida shows around the Boca area coming up. So if you go my website, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, a lot of Boca shows are coming up so I can try and do some stand up and get out of this house that I'm stuck in at every hour of the day. What's the Boca like demo? Old Jew. Um, I, I, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's no, there's, there's differences. There's, there's different areas. Like, um, like also you kind of get stuck. Like my parents are in a little community. So like you kind of get stuck in here. Like I'm just all here. This actually happened. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. I, I like go on my mom's like bicycle. So I'm on like a purple bicycle and I'll go to like this field to work out with uh, a trainer I've been working with, with uh, at Forzag. If anyone wants to check him out, he's fantastic. But I go to this field where I work out and then I drive back, but I'm always on the phone and the bike. My mom's is, uh, as, as, is as addicted to her phone as I am. So there's a phone holder in the front of the bike. So it's oh, wow. just me. Is it a basket? On, it's not a basket. <laughs> it's like a phone. It's like it's like a it's like where you would go in your car. So you could put your phone on the front of the bike. So I can like video chat while I'm on the bike. So, That's so I've funny. done this to Jess many times where I'm like, hey, and you just see like the top of my head as I'm like, ring ring across this little community. So like I was driving back the other day and I'm on the phone being like, eh, and like, I'm loud. People think like I come on here and be loud for the sake of being loud. No, I'm just loud generally when I'm on the phone and I, I'm like talking to a friend and I'm like, and another thing. And this young woman gets startled. She like turns around and like, I see her look at me and I look at her and then I just, ride away on the bicycle and then like two hours later this uh person dms me she's like what uh uh was that you on a purple bicycle That's going so through funny. the streets and she goes i was listening to the you up as you drove by can you imagine you're listening to like your favorite podcast and, and then you try to do a double take you're like is that man <laughs> is that 30 something year old man on a purple bicycle is that jared freed yes and it is <laughs> it is mm -hmm. and it's like i and like i like looked at her because she got so startled and i'm like coming you know she's on the sidewalk i'm on this like in the bike path 
But it just that message from just her message of like, was that? I'm sorry. I I'm sorry to slip into the DMs here, but I need to know. And I'm also in a community where like a lot of people are older. Like it's not like right. you, you weren't expecting like- to see anyone who <laughs> could like slide into your DMs about some embarrassing no. thing you've done. Absolutely. So it's so funny. Um, but it's just like it's so different than New York. Like, yeah, it's just so fucking cold here. I can't. I, even... That's that. That's the thing. Taking a walk, just the bicycle. My mental health is improved just by the purple bicycle. Just my daily bicycle ride. Like you're, I, I'm, I lo- I'm loving the transition into like full senior citizen. Yeah. Like thirty years early, I love it. It it has become too easy for me. I didn't think I could fit into this lifestyle so seamlessly. But here we Here's are. At what five. Are we, you did. Oh, I ate at six last night. Went to bed at go. eight. So what are we talking about today, Jordana? Today we're talking about how to get a partner to work on some like physical aspect of themselves that we think they could improve on without being like insulting or making them feel bad. Well, this isn't easy. I mean, this is <laughs> this is I there's mean, no easy answer to this one. No, there's no good answer. I mean, I'll tell. Can I tell a short story before? Yeah, let's let's. I hear actually it. want your I want your opinion on this. My dad and so I'm with my parents here. So. We go I again, let me start by saying every story I tell about what I'm doing here makes me sound like an asshole. Like I'm not sure if I can even tell people. Okay. But I'll tell it to our millions of listeners here. I am on the beach with my dad and mom, okay? We go to the beach together and my dad says to me, "How much do you weigh?" Okay. And I was like, "What the fuck are you asking? What kind of a question is that?" And he's like, well, I just want to know how much you weigh. No other thoughts on it. And I'm like, that's not how questions work. You don't just ask someone how much they weigh. And I go, and and also context exists. If you ask me, what time is it? I'll say, where are you headed? Right? Right. Like, if you ask me, what's the weather on Tuesday? Do you have something planned on Tuesday? No, just wondering about the... That's not how questions work. There's somewhere you're going with this. And I said to my dad, I go, knowing my feelings about weight and then I'm working out every day with a trainer and I'm talking to a nutritionist at Alex Turoff, if anyone wants to check her out, she's great. And, uh, and I'm talking to a nutritionist. I'm working with a trainer. I'm on the bike. I'm on the Peloton. I'm doing everything I can. I'm trying my best to eat a little bit healthier. Why would you ever think that asking me that question while I'm... As naked as I could ever be publicly on a beach would make me feel, take me to a better place than I am right now. You know, Jared, that really brings us back to last week's opening question, which was about how to deal with your parents asking you about dating and when you're going (laughs) to, I feel like it's a similarly triggering thing. If it's like, if someone's like, so you're not sitting on the, you know, are you seeing anyone? It's like, fuck you. Like, why are you doing like, don't do this to me. Sure. I, 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 I'm, I'm listen, I, I agree with you. This is it, it, again, it, it's, it's to me, it's all in how you deliver a message or you deliver it. I mean, that's, and that's the hardest part. How do you deliver a message about for someone? My dad cares about me. It's not that he doesn't care about me. I understand that. But I said to him, I go, this isn't the way it's going to be done. You make me push away from you more than I invite you in. It, it, it's And the question of how much do you weigh isn't a great way to get into my weight. It's actually, it's actually demeaning. It actually brings me to a worse place. Your question creates questions in my mind. Have you been thinking this? Do I look bad right now? Am I going to look bad? You know, have, how long has this been on your mind? Should I be embarrassed to be here at the beach? Do I look like I, I got you know pushed up onto the shore and died at sea? What is it? What's, it, it, and it's like you might think that that's a simple question, and it is not a simple question to me. So I think when it comes to someone's, you have to c- consider your context audience. and know the yeah. audience. And my mom was like, you're so sensitive. I was like, I'm not sensitive. Go ask anyone how much they weigh. And then just say, no reason. Well, now, like- now you get how the people whose parents are asking them about their dating life feel. They're just like, yeah, I, I'm fucking sensitive. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't think, I, I, to me, it's not about sensitivity. It's about understanding, like, 
this question is weighted. Well, this question isn't just one question. It's not a simple question. How's your dating life? Fine. Okay, are you done asking now? How much do do you weigh? Give them the number and the convo, right? I I said I don't even know. I go, you know, 3,000 pounds. That's how much I weigh. I'm 3,000 pounds. I'm I'm a Ford F-150. That's how much I weigh. There you I, go. I don't know. I, do you? But do you think that's an, an anyone? And I, he, my dad goes, I would ask anybody how much they weigh. I'm like, anybody. You just be okay. Well, it's not. It's not. The topic isn't stigmatized for him. No, but it's he. So I'm saying you for have him, to he's understand. thinking if someone asked anyone asked me how much I weighed, I wouldn't care. So he's thinking. So I can ask anyone, and they shouldn't care because I don't. I don't get what it feels like to be like sensitive that is, that kind of thing that, that is insane i i i know not to ask people how much they make you know <laughs> like so you know it, to ask someone how, how uh what their relationship status is that's triggering for a lot of people too yeah i wouldn't ask that wouldn't be a question <laughs> i would ask i i would how are you what's happening uh, that's how i talk to people i don't know i wouldn't be like so who are we dating like what kind of ro- i think that person's as we annoying as my dad fucking guest on our podcast who they're dating <laughs> i mean they are on a dating <laughs> podcast so yeah fair. i don't know i <laughs> <laughs> yeah the context matters i don't know yeah. what do you th- do you think it's an okay question to ask somebody to improve their fit like what how much they weigh or to improve just, some physical aspect of themselves i agree i think it's about knowing your audience if i was with someone who is sensitive about their weight i probably would figure i would i would think very long and hard about how to bring that up in a way that didn't make them feel like shit yeah and there's different forms of bringing it up like is this person uh immobilized like can they not move from the couch like that's a different, like, that's a serious conversation. Are they, you know, are they someone that, you know, do you have to have an intervention about how they, you know, uh, down the line? And and I go to that that place. I go to that serious place first because you have to, you know, figure out, like, how, how much can they actually do about this, too? How could, much they, could they do? And also how much, how um, serious, don't just bring this up frivolously. And I think that's kind of like, I think that's like where I get upset with my dad. I'm like, this question isn't just that question. You want to have a discussion with me? You want to talk to me like an adult? Or do right. you want to lie to me? So like, I, I think this can, this conversation, like how do you get a, uh, like how do you get a partner to like phys- fix himself physically? It's not like, I got you rice cakes. Try them. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like. Right. You know, like that's insulting. We're adults. You have a problem. You have to figure out a way to come at it. If you find it serious enough to talk about, then you should be ready for the repercussions of talking about it with somebody. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP.
You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. I'll read the email and then we can sort of use this example as a specific. Does that story story make sense though in context, right? Yeah, no, totally. It's about something (laughs) being brought up to you that you are sensitive about that someone Uh, else. I don't know if your dad is trying to say something with that, but in your head, you're probably wondering. How could he not be saying something with that? How much do you weigh? What? He's not a carnival worker. Then we're not going (laughs) to win the elephant if I I get him right. I get where else could he be going with that? Like, why else would he need that information? Right. You're going to write it in your book of everyone's weights? (laughs) I'm taking a beach survey. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you're at Hydrogen and Jared. Here's my situation. I'm 26 years old. My boyfriend is 28. We've been together for five months. We have a great relationship and I'm really happy. I'm attracted to him. However, he's balding bad. Oh, shit. (laughs) I'm so happy she didn't say he was my weight. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She knew the exact number Yeah he's balding She put it capitals Bad I felt bad for him In that sense That's tough as in he just doesn't look good Without a hat on because he really has Only has hair on on the sides of his back And his head he is very insecure about it And that is why he wears hats pretty much All the time unless we are having sex or he is sleeping I want him to just shave his head Completely (laughs) because I think it could look Really good he has a great thick beard so i just i think the shaved head and good beard look would look amazing how do i bring this up to get how do i bring this up to him again he is very sensitive about it i don't want him to think i'm unhappy with him i just know that i'm not about to go to a formal event with him with a hat on but also (laughs) would wouldn't want to go without without one because his baldness is pretty out of control tips on how to bring this up do i even bring it up thanks for reading this and for the hours of entertainment and advice you'd given me Wow, this is a tough one because I'm very lucky in the hair. I'm not lucky in the eating department. I am lucky in the hair department. Well, I mean, it just shows you that everyone everyone has their thing that they're like tiptoeing around. Totally. Mm -hmm. And um, red flag or deal breaker, the guy you're with has sex with a hat on. Well, she said he takes it off for sex and sleep. I I know, but I I was just wondering, like, would he would he be better? Like, I'm sure he wants to keep it off during sex. Keep it on. Yeah, he probably feels hotter that way. Um, I don't think it'd be a deal breaker, especially. I mean, like I would it's kind of like a confidence thing. So I think that that in bed having a lot of confidence is like the hottest thing. So I think Mm. it would definitely put a damper on it. But if he like. I think I would understand if he, if he was like my boyfriend. It was the first time I'd be like pretty turned off by it. But I think if I understood that was like his, he feels he feels more sexy when he has the hat on. Sure, it, I guess it, it is funny that the confidence only comes with wearing a thing that shows how unconfident he is. Right. But I'm it's saying a, maybe it makes him conundrum. feel, you know, he's I got my good hat on. It's like lingerie. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, it's like I feel, you know, I feel hotter with no. this flattering thing that I'm wearing. I get exactly what you're talking about. It's just funny yeah. to me. Like, like, okay, it's weird at first, but now he's a stallion with that beanie on. I mean, you know? it's <laughs> like, like you take Viagra. It's like that's not real either. You're, but you probably sure. feel more confident if you take it because you're like, oh, I don't have to worry about this, and I feel like I'm like a bigger. I've got a bigger penis this way. So sure, yeah, but you could take the Viagra in the bathroom. You don't have to. Right. You know, it's not you don't like have to out for... wear that. Yeah, you don't have to wear the Viagra merch 
while you're fucking. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's the difference, I guess. But if it, ma- if it made him feel better, I think I'd probably be okay with sure. it. But what do you think about this? How does she, what should she do? Should she leave it alone? Should she say something? Well, I mean, it's... I the the problem is it's like I, I'm trying to think of it as like with my dad on the beach being like how much do you weigh in the forefront of my mind like how would I want right. you this can't just throw it out there me. you can't just throw it out there he she says he's very sensitive about it that's okay he's allowed to be sensitive he's allowed to be insecure um I I love that she's like I know how to fix this like I I, I <laughs> I, like I love the way she describes the thick beard, bald head look. You're like, yeah, that's a look. And it's like I think also though, there's a little bit of like giving up on your strategy that's hard to get over. Like he's probably holding, you know, going he's holding he, on hope that he can. Yeah, keep she's it. she's. It, there's got to be a little bit of giving up, a feeling of giving up when you shave it all off like that, like. Right, I would yeah, assume. I don't know like from experience. Assume, you're just never gonna go back to being a guy. He's, he's not coming back. If you shave you it off, you're back. like, it's this is who I am. This is I'm I'm this new person who has this look. And, and yeah, and I think she has to lean on how good she feels he would look. Like I've done this yeah, thing yeah. where I'm like, 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 like I love like a like I I I have this thing where it's like I love like a when a woman like gets a drastic haircut like i think it's very sexy it's hot um like i think like a a short haircut like to me for whatever reason like going from long to short like that is a sexy move from a woman every woman i've ever dated is like oh i hate my with short hair like they get like totally like oh it gross no no way i did it once it ruined my life i was crying for three years like i so i've never real like the but that to me is like, I would take that better. Like if a woman gave me as a guy, like when Jess says she thinks I look good in something, that's it. That's the word. That right. makes me feel the best. And I'll I'll repeat that as much as I can. I'm gonna try and like guys like I like I like I what I'm saying is like a woman getting that from a man, she's like, ugh, gross. I, I think a lot of times a guy getting it is in a similar response. Right. Yeah. I think it's like, okay, so you said you like when, when if Jess tells you she likes something, what if it was something that you were sensitive about? So like, what if she was like, so if you're sensitive about your weight, let's say she was like, Jared, like I think these pants, which are like two sizes bigger than you're currently wearing, like would look so hot on you. (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't work. She's she has said to me um, in the past, it makes me more into when we've had arguments and we've kind of gone on this subject. It has come up where it's like I like someone who takes care of themselves. Okay, And and that. I I mean, I'm working out with a trainer nutritionist now, so maybe it did get through to me somehow, but it wasn't like in that moment I was like, I'm going to change like I never I didn't really have that moment. Well, what I would think you th- think? What would you think if, if Mike said if Michael was like, hey, I just like you with curly hair like would that move you? Um, I might be more I might be I think if he said that to me, I'd be more inclined to try it. It's not quite so permanent, though, as cutting, you know, and I yeah. have curly hair. So it's like would I wear it one day like that. If he really likes it to see how it goes. And then if I could kind of get into it, maybe. So I actually think this might. That might be a good example because I think for, again, it would have to be brought up in the right way. I think for this for this person here, what I would do is if he's insecure about it, clearly that's he's sort of like either saying something or seems like he's doing something. I would wait for him to sort of say, I would wait for him to bring it up. Some sort of like, yeah. you know, complaining about his hair or saying that he, you know, wants to make it. He wishes he had more hair or looking for a hat or something. If like anytime he brings it up, I think it would be great for you. And I would lay the groundwork for this by just consistently complimenting the beard, just saying how much Mm -hmm. you love it randomly Mm -hmm. and and constantly. And then the next time he brings something up about the hair, you should be like, you have such a great beard. Like you should just, you could totally pull off that whole like, like bald head, (laughs) 
beard look like i think that's so hot like have you ever thought have you ever thought about trying that have you ever thought about trying that is a great way to go i mean I, it is funny to like discuss his head like it's <laughs> like it's like like it's like a interior decorating you're like you should make the beard the centerpiece of this whole thing you're doing you know like right. i i i yeah i like i like everything you said i think you're right as far as let's bring it up don't be the one to bring it up if he's en- if he's sensitive about it then he will bring let it up let him bring it up yeah let him bring it up and it will and- come out eventually where he'll say some sort of disparaging comment about it or say something about how he doesn't feel he doesn't like it or something like that i mean i I, again i've done this with jess where i've gone i have said you know i just wish i oh i just wish i like it's it's tough you don't know when to bring it up because i have said oh i feel so gross and she's like well we gotta maybe you know you can start running and i'm like that's not what I wanted. Like, you, don't you know, like, that. like, okay. <laughs> like but, but it, I have wanted, you want it, I guess, your insecurities, you want them, you want them when you're having them, like, but you have to be like, mo- like, I don't know what to I'm going to do. Yeah, I, think you've gotta, I, I think you've got to build them up before you, before you point out what you would change and like make yeah. them feel really good and like they're really attractive and this is only like additive to their already attractiveness level maybe it's around the hat yeah i think stay in the lane of pos- positivity like how good you think they looked how the beard looks great what you're saying is totally right jordana and then i think also it's like have you i think have you a question have you ever thought about trying this trying this and then again to go back to my dad asking me my weight it's if they ask you why don't say i don't know don't do that <laughs> like i think that's annoying i i i think if the, the well why why do you ask if i'm like let's play this out jordana like, okay. like i'm him and then or you be him i'll, I'll be well, and just ask okay, i'll I'm be him, him. You're, you're, him, him. you're him you're him okay so i've been already <laughs> like, been complimenting your beards your beard for a while you say something slightly disparaging about your the head on your hair yeah i love this beard good thing i can grow it grow it here because it doesn't grow up top i and then i would say you know and like i love that long beard like bald head look have you ever thought about trying that like i i love that look i love that look on like anyone i've seen it on who do you love it on just you know you're looking at other men I'm thinking of an actor that I've already pre-googled that I think has got you. You would look just like that guy, who's famous, uh, but but beyond my reach. So you think <laughs> I would? <laughs> you, but you, he's you, but richer. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but more famous or famous. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, yeah, he's pretty good looking. I don't know. Uh, you know, we have similar beards, but. That bald look, you, you, why have you thought like, is this something you like, you think I should I just, do? Not, I've, I just think, um, I think it'd be a, like a hot look. Like, why not just try? I feel like it'd be cool to try. Like, I think you, I think you would, would wear it really well. You would like rock it. I'd love it. Really? But like, would I have to do it daily? Like I, do I have to like put cream on it? Do I have to, you know, SPF? What, what do you think? Like, it's like a whole thing. I mean, maybe we should talk to like a hair care <laughs> professional about this. <laughs> like, am I supposed to come ready with like all of the answers? I don't know. To, I, I'm, pu- I, I'm yeah. pushing this out to the nth degree, but I, I do think the actor You'd save move, so much money on hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the actor move is a great move. I, I liked how you pivoted because I wanted to see. Yeah, how you know that who my celebrity crushes. <laughs> like, that's a good way to go. Hey, yeah. I love the guy from, you know, I'm a huge Jason Statham fan. And if he had a beard, you guys would look exactly alike. I think you should go for the Statham. Yeah. And then right? you're like, oh, like someone. And then again, it has nothing negative about them. It's only additive. And you've yeah. already, I've already, you've already been randomly complimenting my beard for a few weeks. So I know it's not bullshit. Totally. Yeah. Just be ready to like. When I think you have to be like you have to lie with honesty, and I think that means like I you're saying how great they would look. That's not a lie. That's an honest thing. You think it would look better than this, and then 
when they say like, have you been thinking about this a lot? No, I just think like you would look hot with it. Like, I think this is like a great look for you. That's a lie with honesty. Yeah, I saw right? this. I saw that. I saw. An, I was reading an article about this guy the other day, and it just got me thinking. There's got to be a Google. Yeah, Sean, quickly Google best looking bald men with beards. There's got to be a list. That's like a look that a lot of girls are actually into. I've heard of that. That's oh like my a thing. god! Yeah. yeah, that's a look that you look like one of the, like uh, on on you know that motorcycle show, like Sons of Anarchy. So, yeah. Now, oh man, I am fully Boca. I'm I'm referencing shows <laughs> the way a Jewish mother. I that see, motorcycle you know what? show. Jason, Jason Statham. Statham. What is Jason yeah. Statham in? He's in uh, all the the Fast like and Vin Furious. Diesel? Vin Diesel, but Diesel doesn't really beard it up. Okay. Well, listen, I think we've... I Common. common. Yeah, Common. That's a sexy dude. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a look. Um, yeah. All right, so listen. I want to hear back from this person. I want to hear how it went. Cause Let us the know thing how is, these tricks went. Yeah, you, <laughs> you have to understand, this guy's holding on to that. He knows it would look... This isn't the direction his life is going. It's the last few days of, you know, celebrating the old soldiers up there. Yeah, I think he'll be almost happy to hear that, like, there's something. He, maybe he's thought about doing that, but doesn't know if you'd like it. True, true. Do you know what I mean? Or do the text thing where you have the dream and you go, you know who I had a sex dream about? It was Jason Statham, <laughs> but he had a beard. And I think you would look just like him. I'm so wet right now. And then just let him... He'll come. Yeah, he'll be I think at the barbershop in no time. Yeah. And then if he seems to get like really sensitive and like not doesn't seem to be like into the conversation, then maybe just like let it go or decide if you can still be attracted to him with this old look. Because if like you're not going to really be the one to. <laughs> and then dump his bald him. ass. <laughs> Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, so you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda free, paraben free, and pH balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. 
Send in your emails, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? All right. I love this awkward sex. It's one of the, it's a very of the moment. Love it. Awkward sex. Love you both in the pod. It's the only thing getting me out on these dead of winter quarantine walks. I have a crazy COVID awkward sex story that all my friends loved, and I hope you do too. This is truly a story that I'll be telling in 10 years to reflect in this moment in time. When the pandemic first hit, I took a pause from dating and then eventually got back out there in the late summer. Now it's important for the story to note that my family and I take COVID very seriously. So I felt as though it would be difficult to date in a way that felt comfortable for me from a safety perspective. But I decided to give it a shot anyway and see what happened with the hopes that if some, I met someone I liked, I'd figure out a way to make it work. After some mediocre park walk dates, I met someone in the fall that I was into. And after four outdoor virtual meetups with him, I agreed to my first indoor date since the pandemic started. I invited him to my place and he actually agreed in advance to wear masks so we could get physically close as opposed to sitting on opposite ends of the couch. Now, I acknowledge that this may have been an intense request, but I wasn't ready to go maskless indoors yet, and he seemed understanding. So the date, I'm sorry for laughing, but I keep thinking of, I mentioned Atlantic Avenue in the beginning of this. I keep imagining telling someone on that street who's like out licking a pole right now, just like about (laughs) how this person's living differently. And it's like, oh they're, you know, they would be shocked. So so the date is going well. We start cuddling moving uh, during a movie with masks still on. I hope they're cloth masks, right? Like, it's, it's, yeah, they're not like the like M95s. Yeah. Medical ones. <laughs> that would be like two birds beaks coming at each yeah, other. Just like pets. So they're <laughs> they're making out through the mask. Is that what she's saying? They're cuddling during a movie with masks still on. I guess we had okay. both been deprived of physical activity contact for too long because to my genuine surprise things quickly escalated from cuddling to full-on dry humping in multiple positions <laughs> this is like the hazmat suit makeout sesh yeah but they're basically doing all the they're basically cartoons in the kama sutra book it like, reminds they're just me of posing <laughs> You know how like they there's like that rumor. I don't think it actually ha- is true that like Orthodox people like have sex through the sheet. There that rumor does exist, and I don't think it's true. But I don't I'm think sure it's we'll true. Get but de- I'm sure the DMs have already started typing. But uh, yeah, <laughs> it does. It does have. Some Reminds of that. me of that a little bit. Yeah, I I really don't even understand how we got there, but it was really fun, and the mask kind of added a quote unquote forbidden vibe to it. <laughs> That it was very hot. Lots of dirty talk about what we would eventually do to each other in the future. For the record, I wanted to keep clothing on because I didn't want to get naked with someone before even kissing them. And kissing was not an option for me yet. So we're doing this kind of weird but very fun. I agree that this is fun. Like, I I, I know it's funny to think about, but, like, the idea of, like, this is very tantric in its, it's nature. It's very like, right, I get what she's saying. It's like New age. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like you're waiting. It's very, yeah. You know, this is how Amish people have sweet sex. nothings about, about <laughs> when the pandemic is over. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When I can get some spittle in my mouth, I can't <laughs> wait. Um, so, so we're doing this kind of... <laughs> So we're doing this kind of weird but very fun clothed and max mass sex situa- simulation thing, and my date makes it very clear from the dirty talk that he is very into that he is very into giving head. A ve- is it called head when a man goes down on a woman? I think it's called head either way. Okay. Um. Eventually, I always thought it was kind of lingus at that point. Okay, fine. Eventually, he proceeds to make his way down on the couch uh, to between my legs. I thought it was maybe a little odd given that I'm fully clothed, but the pressure from his head against my crotch felt nice. I love this. Eventually... (laughs) There's going to be a new... This is going to be a new segment of porn. A new romance... Yeah, romance novel (laughs) thing. (laughs) 50... Okay, so um, eventually several minutes pass, 8 to 10. uh, She puts in parentheses, 8 to 10, question mark. With him down there, um, and I grow increasingly confused by what he's up to and what he's getting out of this. I, not very graciously, eventually blurt out, but what are you doing down there? Are you just inhaling? I figured (laughs) maybe... That's not fair to do to him. He's in that. I I'm I'm on. I can't his. feel anything. 
Oh, <laughs> is I it fig- in? <laughs> <laughs> I figured maybe dude was just super into pussy and the Romo was doing it for him. LOL. Okay. <laughs> Not ex- <laughs> Instead, he replies in a confused way. No, I'm like doing it, licking and sucking. This dude was trying to eat my pussy through three layers of fabric. His mask, my leggings, and my underwear. Laughing so much you're crying face emoji. He, and he apparently very much enjoyed this. When he eventually came up for air, his mask was soaking wet. But he kept it on and shared that he liked being able to continuously taste me through his mask for the rest of the night. That's a little much. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this just went from like hot to like... He ruined it in one line. Yeah. Ooh, I can taste you through my mask. It's like imagine like, someone just wearing your underwear on their face for your whole <laughs> date, the rest of your date. Yeah, like, truly. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's just some lingerie right on their nose. Truly a gentleman and one of the more ridiculous nights of my dating life for sure. Hope you get a good laugh from this one. I think it's one for the COVID books. Sincerely, these layers got nothing on my WAP. Wow. So. I have to defend him for a second. Can I defend him? Sure. Let's hear it. She's getting, she's, he says, she says it's leggings. Underwear. Uh, underwear mask. and mask. He's, she is getting wet. So I know he's licking while wearing the mask, but he is adding pressure when he licks. So the idea that like, He's being ridiculous is ridiculous to me. Like, I actually well, agree with what he did. What else was he supposed to do? Here's my also question. Is this really that much, like, safe? Is this that much? Is it kind of <laughs> like, is this, like, safer than, like, I guess it is, but it's just kind of ah, like. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, the thing we're it's trying like, to like, avoid. Indoor dining is the worst thing you can do because you're like spitting and like swapping things. And it's like if you just spit all over your own masks, I guess I guess it like I guess it would be safer. It just seems like no, it's not safer. What's the difference between your uh, the vagina juice and the spittle from your mouth? What's the difference? But it's not he's not even getting there because he's like. Let's say let's say she was wet enough. To go through the underwear. Can that happen, Jordana? Yeah. And can you leggings. Get, that's Can you get wet enough to go through your leggings? And some three layers? Maybe I mean yes, I guess. Yeah, it's possible. So the yeah. risk isn't zero. <laughs> the, that's the CDC. Right. Says yes. the C- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's but that's a fair question. Like I this is where, you know, I'm not an anti masker. I'm not on the side of the people licking each other, but this is licking each other. This is literally yeah. licking each other. And it's getting her juices on his mask, right? So Isn't what's that what the di- or is it like his own? I don't. The idea that you can only get COVID through mouth spittle and not vagina spittle is crazy to me. Yeah. I feel like right? it would have. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess there's an one extra layer of fabric than if you were to make out in your with it, with your both no, but- of your masks on. The whole point of the mask is to get rid of airborne spittle. Right. To get so, any spit in there, yeah. So you're just rubbing the spit into your nose and I, yeah, I it is flawed. We got we've got to get Dr. Fauci, Fauci on here to uh <laughs> to weigh in on the risk level of this encounter. Right? This is yeah. well, that that's where like you you know, like at a certain point maybe someone's going to go, "Look what we were fucking doing." And I don't blame her. <laughs> Like, because I think just the, the, everyone has their own idea of what's safe. Like for everything someone's doing, they'll turn to you and go, well, here's the reasons. And they rationalize it. So, uh, but it is hilarious. I, I, I I don't know. I, what would you call it? Unsafe sex now. I I would, yeah. What would you call it? I call it the mask munch. The mask munch. Like the, like the mask singer. Mass muncher. I I, 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 lo- I love it. Uh, Fifty shades of of Fauci. <laughs> Fifty uh, layers. <laughs> yeah, f- Fifty layers of Fauci. Yeah, yeah, that that that's pretty good too. Um, red flag deal breaker. Would you be 
Like, she kind of makes fun of him. That's why I want to defend well, him. Well, she's like, the one who was kind of like, I think like she sort of left the opening for getting into this sort of thing because she's like, these are my rules. I'm yeah. not doing this. And so he's, I actually think it's like a green flag. He's like creative. He's like, all right, I'm going to work. I'm going to respect those boundaries. Sure. I'm working with what I got. And like, <laughs> I'm going to make it work. This guy is like making it work. I think yeah. he's pretty creative. I think so too. And also, you know, he wants to go down on you. Yeah, like the end part gonna... would be like, yeah, you know he he is definitely a willing participant in that and and into it. This guy's um, gonna bring a lunchbox down there. Yeah, I think you'd have to end the date relatively soon after that. I really don't think I'd want to be like again, <laughs> like watching a movie next. To, it's cuddling with someone who's like got like my underwear on their face essentially. Yeah, the minute he pops up is the minute he should not say. Um, that he was he liked it because he could continuously taste you like you, you just don't say like, that the smells in that mask get like very oh yeah overwhelming if yeah. there's a smell if you ever burped in your mask i'm sure you know it's like not exactly pleasant not fun yeah i uh yeah i'm wondering the male ver- the female version of this like do would you, like would you be into that yeah, yeah, why not? You go on, you know, go down. That yeah, would it, be a little harder, I think. It would be harder if she maybe just grazed the side of my penis with the mask. I feel like you'd need like two layers of fabric total. More, not more. Yeah. I don't think three layers in a blowjob is really going to be that feel that good. Well, she basically got an over the pants hand job, an over the pants. Over the mask hand job. That should be the name yeah. of the... <laughs> that, that should be the or, name. <laughs> well, uh, I love this one. That's a great email. I liked it too. I thought that was, that was uh, really funny. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's do an email. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Hi, J&J. Huge fan of the podcast. Been an active listener for years. Anyway, I had been dating someone I met on Hinge for about two years. In that time, we decided, basically, he was leaving. And we decided if my cards played out the way I wanted, I would go too. But we set boundaries like not living together, etc. to move out west about an hour from his hometown. Literally, it has been an absolute dream. I have my dream job, made a group of girlfriends, literally killing it. He, however, hasn't been as lucky. Uh, his friends all kind of moved on, has have wives and kids, so he has to create a new group of friends, hates his job, and overall seems unhappy. Anyway, because I moved out here, we were getting a lot of external pressure about getting married. In having conversations in October, he said he always thought that he should know that you are with the one you will marry within 1.5 to 2 years, and we were getting to that threshold, so he was getting nervous that we weren't there yet. Side note, everyone out here marries super lo- young, like right in like in slash right after college, after dating for a short amount of time. However, I am from Boston where the timelines are much longer. And I was one, I was under the impression that people should know in like four years. So wasn't even at that thought process yet. Anyway, he ended up breaking up with me after the new year because he thought that after a certain point, you should just know. Do you guys think that there is a relative timeline that, that should be considered in a relationship? Or do you think this was a situation where he just knew I wasn't the person? It wasn't his person. Side note, we are both engineers and I think in times of and think in times of numbers and timelines, maybe a deal breaker, but at least we think similar. Sincerely, girl with a long timeline. Yeah, I what do you think about this, Jordana? Because you're engaged. You had this kind of conversation with Mike. 
We've talked about this on the very special engagement bonus episode that we did. But, you know, you two did have different timelines, right? Yeah, we did. I mean, in that case, it's here. She's saying he broke up with her, which is, I would say, of all the signs, (laughs) that would probably have been the biggest one to me if I had been broken up with. Well, right. (laughs) I I only asked the question before we get into, Mm -hmm. like, her kind of questions but like she did say do you think there's a relative timeline that should be considered in a relationship like i I don't know if that's well you can disagree on timelines right i think it's more like yeah you can disagree on timelines it's more of a matter of like are both people willing to give a little bit to make it work mm -hmm. or i think sometimes the timeline thing can be an excuse if someone's like you know if i don't or I don't know. You tell me in the terms of the guy perspective. Is it like if I had is it ever like if I had more time to think about it, then I think I could be into it. Yeah, that's that's something I am not on the side of. Like, I, I think I'm more like to me, this guy's answer isn't an excuse. It's just how he felt like I that he doesn't like, know. Well, that if he if he felt like he should know and he didn't, I mean, we're we're gonna have a bonus episode that comes out this Sunday that kind of deals in this a little bit. And with Logan Yuri, she's uh she wrote like a, basically a book on this. Yeah, um, and it's like I I mean, what I don't like is the idea that like, do you guys think that there's a relative timeline? Do you think it was a situation where he just knew I wasn't his person? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Like the second I, one. I think it's that he knew you weren't his person right now, and he feels he should be at that answer right now. Like, there is a point where you go, what are we doing here? Right? Yeah. I mean, that's, I, I think, on both sides, even if you're the person who's like, I want to move to the next level. Yeah. And if, and if, and if maybe you're he saying... Did, maybe he did want to move to the next level, but he didn't really think that you were necessarily the person that he was wanted to do that with. That's, that's, what, that's the only answer to me. I don't think this was like a, a like any lie going wasn't pu- on here. Right. But well, I'm saying she wasn't the one pushing the whole like marriage thing. Right. So it sounds sure. like she would be down to just continue to date. So in some ways, this guy has done her a favor because he's saying, like, I see it heading there. Um, <coughs> I actually want to be doing this, but yeah. I don't think that like I'm not going to wait for you. to. It's almost like a braver thing to do that than to wait for someone to be like, so when are we getting married to be like, oh, now I guess I got to make the decision. Like he's making the decision, saving you some time like earlier in the game than a lot of other guys do. Yeah, I I, I think that that's a big part of it. Like, like, I think that what's getting in the way of this conversation is she's like, my timeline's four years. His is two years. That doesn't matter. Everyone has a right to their own. There's no rules here. Right, like, mm-hmm. like she's acting like because his was earlier that it's not enough. She's or, right. She's saying like, is it that? Like I'm. Like, I sorry to interrupt, but I, 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 I'm more on his side where I go. If I don't know what now, what's going to change two years from now, except for time? Well, I don't know if that's necessarily true because it's kind of like you could date like. Why then? Why hasn't you know? Why didn't everyone for, that's dating for six months propose? Um, under, that, under that logic, like why not? Why wait at all? Well, I would say because these two are living together and they are made a move together and they're in the same. You know, they're as much as married right now. You know, like six months in, you're like, okay, well. I'm enjoying this. I'm leading towards wanting to move in with this person. Like that. To, if someone was like, we're moving in a, after six months, we decide we're moving in next year. I think at six months, both people are saying to themselves, I'm excited for next year to move in with this person, or I'm ready to move in this person a year from now. If you're excited about the relationship. Right. But then I'm saying once, so then once you live together, why not just propose immediately? Like, what's the, like, what is the, what is the point? If you're under your logic of saying, like, if they don't know what is more time going to do for them, it's kind of like, then why does anyone wait any period of time? Um, yeah, I mean, th- that question could be like, why are you waiting, Jared? 
right I mean, now. Uh, you know, that that would be the question I could pose could be posed to you me. You could pose to yourself, yeah. To myself. And I, you know, you're seeing how's this living situation? How are we, how do we go through the beats of a year? How do we go through a cycle of fall, winter, spring, and summer? Like, what right. does that look like? What does it look like when shit comes up? You know, when a bill comes up and you go, oh, fuck, we got to pay the bills. Like, what is that? situation you you're looking to like experience situations together i'm just what when they've no, been doing this for a year and a half to two years i'm saying his 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 reason to me is 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 fine right well i'm mean, that's what i'm saying he it's not like he well it's not like he came back to her and he said i just i uh i think i really want to do this i just want to see how we are in this situation and then like i can reassess then he broke up with her so i think he's saying like i assessed how we were in the situation and i didn't i didn't like it that much or i didn't it wasn't optimal for me or i didn't think it was like i wasn't after feeling like i know you as much as i could know you in this situation i don't think anything else is going to change this is what i've decided yeah and it's like i guess the question like if he was to write this email he could write in being like what did you know why wasn't she pushing harder for it? Why was she so comfortable for four years? I don't know. Like, you know, four years, that number of years is going to change as they get older. Like, yeah, I think that's definitely true. I mean, the the younger you are, the more you, the longer you usually date, which is a good thing also, because I think people change a lot more when they're younger than when they're, they're older. I think the amount you change from 23 to 27 is a lot more than you're changing from 27 to 30. And so totally. on and so forth throughout your 30s. And that's an important thing. She she references how in this town, everyone gets married young. It's almost like she's like blaming the scenario that they're in instead of like, hey, this wasn't the match for him. Like, I, I know we all look for reasons, but like there are very vague reasons for right. things not to work out. Well, when somewhere when someone breaks up with you, I feel like you want the clearest cut answer in order to like close the book and feel like you have a sense of like what actually happened here. And so she's like, okay, the the what he gave me was that like he had to get married sooner, and I wasn't I wasn't gonna get married until later. So like it was a difference in timeline. That's not really the issue. No, exactly. Like timelines isn't really ever the issue. I think if two people like want to make something happen, they'll figure out a compromise on a timeline that they're both comfortable with. Or if they can't, then one person will like, usually it's the person who wants the earlier timeline will eventually leave. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm with you because it's like all like creative things. Like the creative thing of, well, everyone in this town does it. So he was influenced by them and the creative thing, well, I'm from Boston and we give it extra time. I know people from Boston that got married outside, you know, after college. Like it's not like I, I know people right. who don't do that in Boston. So I I, I think it's like we want to li- we want to add structure to the structuralists. And that's that's what you know, that's the hardest part about dating. Like, again, Jordana, you said it right. Like you're broken up with like there's nothing <laughs> to like right. I, the, the idea that like. I think maybe she's asking, am I doing this wrong by having a four year or whatever? I don't think everything's going to be the same no matter who she dates. I think everybody she dates is going to have a different timeline and different feeling and a different vibe. Right. But he didn't come to you saying like, I would like to get married earlier than you would. Like, can we figure out like how we can make this work? He came to you and he broke up with you. So I think it's kind of (laughs) like if that's at the end of the day, like that's all you really need to know. And I I get where she's coming from. I'm constantly trying to figure out like um, the deeper meaning behind the things people say. But again, I would think of this as almost like a blessing. Like this person decided they they didn't want to be with you. Whatever the reason is, they didn't think you were a good enough match. They broke up with you. They saved you some time instead of like figuring out the timeline thing. I would just focus on finding someone else that's actually a better match for you. Yeah. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Keep sending your emails. We love them. Your awkward sex, your emails, your discussions. Let's play some games. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. Red flag or deal breaker. Is it a red flag or deal breaker if the person you went on a date with asked you for a ride home? 
context. I went on a first date with a guy at a bar in East Austin. It's hard to park there. So I parked a few blocks away. The date was going well for the most part. And he offered to walk me back to my car since it was getting late. It was also cold and rainy. About five minutes into the walk, he asked what part of town I lived in. And we discovered we live about 15 minutes from each other. That's when he proceeded to ask me if I could give him a ride home. It was awkward AF. Of course, I didn't want to be a dick and say no, but I wondered why he couldn't have just asked if he could sit in my car while he requested a ride share. I just met you, dude. I took him home and it was just weird (laughs) vibes all around. When we got to his apartment, he kissed me on the cheek and said, let's kick it sometime. I'll text you. And I tried very hard to not hide my annoyed expression. I drove off feeling pretty used. Needless to say, we didn't go on a second date. And that's completely okay. Sincerely driving Mr. Lazy. I like how he gave her a kiss on the cheek and said, let's kick it sometime. Like his mom was dropping him off at soccer practice. (laughs) Thanks, mom. Yeah. We'll kick it later. (laughs) Yo, chill ride, Mrs. K. Yeah. I, I, um, I don't. Well, it doesn't sound like this date went well to begin with. Yeah, I think she's more annoyed that like someone she went on a weird date with asked her to like drive him yeah. home. Yeah, and and that's usually who asks you for a ride home. People who don't see that a date <laughs> didn't go well. Like, you know, like, I mean, how would you say no to that if you were her? Is there any way to say no? No, there's no way. <laughs> I, I I don't think. I think. It, I mean, at least he didn't sit in the back. You know, like right. at least that wasn't the case. But yeah. I mean, barring any safety concerns, if you thought he was like potentially dangerous, I feel like I would just write that off. as like an annoying thing you had to do after a bad date. Kind of like with a guy who like pays the, he, you know, he spends $80 on drinks for someone he wasn't that interested in. This is sort of like, I guess what that feels like. Yeah. I, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, I, I, needless to say, we didn't go on a second date. It's like, okay, you know, um, you had a bad time on a date. Like, Anyone who doesn't know when the date ends or like anytime you don't agree on when the date ends, like in a like when someone just doesn't see the writing on the wall, that's a bad date. Right. When they're trying to extend the date and the other person is clearly like not interested. It's not going to happen. And and there's might be a little bit of like him being like, oh, get in the car. You know, like he might have thought this was going great. You know, he got that kiss on the cheek. Yeah. Him to her. (laughs) But yeah, it's a deal breaker when someone doesn't like see what's going on. That Let's this kick it sometime. Well. <laughs> I love that. Very Austin. <laughs> Let's All right, it. next one. I started dating someone around two months ago. We typically go on day trips to ski on the weekends and are now planning a week-long ski trip to Jackson Hole together, which to me was an exciting big first step planning a couple's trip, just the two of us. The other night at dinner, he mentioned inviting his cousin, who he is close with, to fly in and join us for a leg of the trip, which he hadn't discussed with me yet. Is this a red flag or deal breaker? Should I be honored he wants his cousin to spend time and get to know me or worried that he's not thinking about this trip as an us thing? So he invites his cousin to your to your long weekend together. I think it'd be a red flag if anyone invited anyone somewhere early in the game with me without just like discussing it with me. So, yeah, I've had some issues with this in my own relationship. We've had this argument a few times where I've been like, I do think because it's a cousin, that's a nice thing. I do think being that it's the first trip, it is annoying. I can understand that. Yeah, I think it'd be I I would just kind of tell me something about that person that they're not necessarily like going to be taking what like my my opinions on things that intensely into consideration on things. I wouldn't, pl- I wouldn't invite someone on a trip with my boyfriend for our first trip, especially I wouldn't do that. Now I wouldn't invite anyone on a trip for the two of us without telling him. It's like when you're, didn't you like in- invite your mom to Aruba or something? Once? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why doesn't she just come? It'll be fun. Right. Like that's annoying. I would get why <laughs> Jess would be like, let's discuss that. And then we can talk about it. One time I was like, well, one, we were in Miami recently and I, my brother and his girlfriend lived there. And I was like, come to the beach for the day and hang out with us. And that was a, a real issue. And I was like, you know, we got in a little bit of a thing about it. And I, you know, had to call my brother and be like, hey, yeah, not going to work today. After I was like, yeah, we got all day, you know, right. like, but there is a little bit of like, for me in that situation, I was like, hey. This is I want you to know my brother. 
You know, like I want you to know, I want to get to know his new girlfriend, you know? Well, I think it's one thing if like you're all in the same area and you want to like hang out together. It's not like if your first vacation, you were like, first vacation. And my brother's coming. Like it's going to be just <laughs> the three of us. We're going to be great. Yeah. I think that's there's, a little... yeah, I think it depends on like how often you see each other, the context, the first trip. I think it would be fair for her to say, Hey, like, I'm totally cool with having your cousin come in the future. Like it did make me feel a little bad that you didn't ask me, you know, before inviting him, like what you would thought, like what I would think about it. I thought this was going to be like a, our first trip, like kind of romantic thing. I think definitely letting him know that this was, this was special to you that he made the effort to like make this trip happen. And now you've brought other people in and made it feel less special. I think that's a fair thing. I think that's fair too. All right. Red flag or deal breaker. It's your first date and you order chips and dip. You finish the chips and the bowl still has some dip left at the bottom slash around the edges. They take their finger and ring it around the bowl and then lick the dip off their finger. This happens twice. (laughs) I love the, I love when anyone like just owns what they like. Like this person was like, I'm hungry. There's some dip. I mean, first date though, that is first like, date is the issue. Uh, if someone did, I yeah. would do that now. Now yeah. I would do that personally. Um, <laughs> but I'm first there date, licking, you know, licking the, the salt off the rim of the glass when they bring out the margarita. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> you're getting like a dog out of a dog bowl, the glass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I think first date, I'm always a little turned off if it doesn't seem like the person's trying to put their best foot forward and like kind of tighten up their usual habits. Yeah, that move of taking the finger, it just, I just like picture that guy taking the finger, yeah. licking the finger, and then like uh, burping to the side. I can just see it. Yeah. I think it's totally okay to be turned off by that kind of thing. Like, I get it. Yeah. I get it too. I, I and it's just like, dude, let it, you know, <laughs> he's really letting it fly, you know? Yeah. I agree. I think that'd be, I I could see, I could see if everything else was perfect, I might let it go, but it would definitely be a red flag at least. If a woman did that on the first date, I would still be like, wow, I need to see what the sex is like. Like that would be (laughs) like, I need, like if you're like living this free here, I can't wait. Yeah, I would, I would, it would be. Would you marry her? Probably not. There you go. (laughs) So. That's it. the difference. We're here That's every Wednesday. That's our show. We fixed dating again, Jordana. We did it. Yes. We will be back on Sunday. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you soon. Bye. Boom. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.